Podcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! About to split, cause I got my blackness. What? We just gonna keep rapping. What? We just got this song. What is the Bana? Go, 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 go. Megan, I was expecting more from you, honey. You know what? How you gonna handle my lyrics? Because I can't do it. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. I didn't come hard enough. I didn't do it. You did it. You did it. Straight off the dome. That was good. So sad. Hey, Blackish fans. I'm sure you are happy to see us again. I'm joined with someone new. This is not Stacey Ike. This is not Megan Thomas. This is not your Prentice Lynn. This is the fabulous Yara Shahidi joining us in studio for season one, episode 20. How are you, honey? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> so we've been waiting for Yara to come in for so long. We love Zoe on the show. But before we get into the recap and get to know about this lovely lady, I'm your host, Courtney Tezno, and you guys can keep in touch with me at Tezno's on Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to head over to our YouTube. We have have it on SoundCloud. We have it on iTunes. You can listen to us and watch us anywhere. So be sure to subscribe and give, give us five stars. And I want to go ahead and let my co-hosts introduce themselves. What's up, girl? Hey, y'all. It's me, Megan Thomas at Scoop on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And make sure you use the hashtag ABTVBlackish because we really want to know what you guys are talking about. And if you have any questions for Yara, we'll, we might shout you out. And I'm your host, Apprentice Lynn. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Apprentice Lynn with two N's. And don't forget to leave those comments when you are watching our show. Spirit thing. And where can everybody find you, Yara? Um, I am on Twitter at Real Yara Shahidi, S H A H I D I. And then just to make it extra difficult, I have a different Instagram name. (laughs) It's at Official Yara Shahidi. And yeah, that's where they can find me. Okay. All right. Well, you guys, be sure to send your questions the entire episode. We're going to listen to your, uh, not listen to, we're going to look at your comments. And if you have anything great to say, we will read them on air. So let's go ahead and jump right into this episode. Let's go ahead and recap this let's thing. Do it. So this one was called Switch Hitting. And I think that's a perfect title because it's all about keeping it real and playing both sides of the fence. Mainstream versus playing down to earth or real. I don't even, I put air quotes because I don't know what real Girl, is. Girl, you know what real is. Don't even play like that. You know what real is. Well, I'm going to let you explain. What is real? What is real, Okay, let's just be real. This is is why I love this show, because there's always a time when they talk about stuff that, as black people, we don't really talk about outside of black people. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, and that's one of the things, um, like, living in two different worlds. You know, with your black friends, you say and you act one way. But then when you get around your white coworkers, you might talk a little more proper. (laughs) And you might say 100 versus 100. Because you know, you, you say one hundred. 
I don't, I don't say that at all. Exactly. I don't say 100 or 100. I don't say any of that. I use the little emoji if no, I need to use it. Use the emoji. But no, I'm saying like this is something as black people that we have to master. Mm-hmm. We we you know we live in a country that is not majority us. So as as a result, we have to learn how to you know weave through a couple of different worlds. So it's funny that they tackled this in this show today because I really I was like oh y'all gonna tell all the white people the, the secret right? Like, I don't feel <laughs> that we have to live like this. Okay, all right, I'm down with it. I thought it was great. I mean. Everybody outside of black people, all minorities, we have to kind of be universal to right. fit in, which I think is crazy because this is America, like the melting pot. You'd think everybody would be down with it by now. But um, we see that they have some awkward corporate America moments that yes. were hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. Um, one, I just have to take a moment for all the awkward handshakes in the beginning. <laughs> like when Josh goes in for that hug, he goes all the way in and right, right. Right. embrace. That's too much. And then the high five with yes, the hand hold. Yeah, yes. you know, have you ever had somebody do that to you? You were like, yes. oh, not you. I was like, oh, I don't want you to touch oh, my hand like that. Oh, not you. That wasn't it. That wasn't it. And then the fist grab. I've never seen oh, yeah. the fist grab. I was like, oh, I've done oh, that before. Sadly, that's that happened to me on the set of Blackish. Marcus <laughs> and I tried. Like, I was going in for a fist bump. He was going, he was going in for a high five. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh Marcus. <laughs> That's all right. We are blackish. Definitely. Uh, black-ish. You are definitely. So in that uh scene, did Anthony improvise at all with that? Or did you guys get a chance to improvise at all or give your input? Um Well, improv's always involved in mm-hmm. every single episode. Now I know uh Kenya was just genius and added the fist grabs in there in the that was in the script. But um well one Charlie's eye acting completely him. (laughs) (laughs) Little awkward stares, that's all Charlie. And then, yeah, we improv'd a lot. I mean, uh, the ba-bang, ba-bang moment that was in there, but then I went huge in some takes where I was screaming, and then there were some takes where I was like, ba-bang, ba-bang. Oh, that's pretty cool. See, you threw that in there. Good. I like that. Do they they encourage improv on the set? Of course. I mean, I think that's where the scene comes alive because mm-hmm. once you really get into the scene to the point in which you can add your own stuff and it still makes sense in the scene, right. then you know you've got your character down and that the scene has become real life. It's no longer just what was written on the script. Right. Awesome. And can I say, I'm just like staring at you as you're talking and your <laughs> no. hair is amazing, honey. <laughs> what is the secret? What yes. is the secret? Um, well, this was actually a wash and go. Um, recently got my hair cut, getting all the dead ends off, trying to keep it natural, 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 uh, minimal heat during hiatus, and we're just experimenting. Um, I keep my hair nice and safe during this hiatus period, so Mm -hmm. a lot of conditioning, Mm -hmm. and then different gels, just seeing what works with my hair, because sometimes my hair is like, oh, you're gonna try and do that? Right. That's not gonna work. Oh, okay. And just laughs at me all day, but this time it works. (laughs) Do you you do any protective styles? Uh, The bun is the go-to. Or uh, Milkmaid Braid, Tracy does it best. Uh, Her braid around her head. So I just sit there and watch, and then I use that. (laughs) That was gonna be my next question. Do you and Tracy exchange like hair secrets and- all the time? I think um, I think it was like the third episode. We just started shooting, and we were still everybody was still trying to get to know each other. We felt like a family, but there was still like we still needed to connect, connect. Yeah, right. And uh, she calls me. She's like, "Hey, Yara, do you want to do a mini photo shoot? Natural hair? Just uh, wash your hair and come over here." So we did our hair together to the point where it was like. Massive. Wow. wow. And we just had like a fun photo shoot on uh, her balcony. Aww. <laughs> Aww, so like off camera mom and daughter moments. That's yes. so awesome. Oh, that's good. Uh, and by the way, are you mixed? 
Yes. What do you make for? I am literally blackish. I am <laughs> and I am half Persian. Ah, that's you're where the Yara comes from. Okay. Uh, yes, that's what I was going to ask was the origin of your name. I'm all about mm-hmm. unique names, right. clearly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, my name has like 10 million meanings. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the Persian meaning is somebody close to your heart because Yar oh. means friend. Mm. Um, and then it also means like princess. It's a Brazilian water goddess and a river in Australia. Oh, God, you're picking mom. Wait, did you research this or did mom tell you all this? I researched okay. this. <laughs> I obviously do a lot with my free time. Okay. That's good. I really you better know what your name is. I, yeah. You are calling me a river in Brazil or whatever. <laughs> you're calling me a water goddess today. Oh, but. my goodness. So we also saw a lot of stereotypes that Dre was kind of he was giving us all the stereotypes this time. I mean, the hot sauce, the mac, uh, mac and cheese, cheese. and mac, mac and, and cheese, cheese, all of that. And then, uh, what was the, the one that really got me? The greens. The Kalar with the kale. greens. The Kalar greens. Who has ever had Kalar greens? Child, I've made them before. Don't, of, don't hate. Megan. <laughs> Megan. See, I grew up in the South. I'm from Kentucky. So, like, uh, you know, I grew up on soul food that will kill you. And, like, I grew up in a soul food joint, literally. So, as I got older, I was like, I can't be eating this. I got to make this healthier. So, I went to my bowl stage where I did make them K-Lar greens. I was like, oh, I made that before. And the macaroni and cheese, I was pesca vegan for a year. I made that, too. Megan, you are always oh improvising. You're all, she is the improvised queen, you guys. Oh, my goodness. Had to. But I thought, what did you guys think about him implementing all those stereotypes? He was trying so hard to not be himself. Like, that was part of him, but he was going overboard. What's interesting was this is kind of like a throwback episode to the pilot, because that was the original problem, Dre trying to keep it real Mm -hmm. until you realize you really can't keep it real if you're not being yourself. Exactly. Um, But I think it's interesting uh, thinking about what how people see black culture and how we try and fit into uh, their idea of what we should be like versus being ourselves. Keeping it 100. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) I mean, there's definitely two different types of, not even two different types. There are all types of black people. Like we said, you have to be yourself. But we see Charlie is just being the ultimate. (laughs) No, Charlie is being himself. He is being the ultimate stereotype. I mean, come on, you guys. The the sunflower sunflower seeds. I, no, I but I was like, okay, it's one thing when you take sunflower seeds and you you like spit them out. But he had like that goo, that uh, nasty liquid at the bottom that was like the spit liquid. I was like, that's the yeah, that was nasty. I've actually never seen that one. I've seen that's like you toss them out. Mm-hmm. But oh, come I on, think Charlie. that was actually Coca Cola, and he just decided uh, to put them in there. Uh, <laughs> oh, I've seen that before. I've seen people spit it out and put it in Coca Cola. Wait, and drink it. I don't know what that is. Oh, no, I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> I stay around to see that. <laughs> My goodness. So, you guys, this episode, we're introduced to White Jay, is what uh, Dre is calling him. Or, yes. Car- please, somebody say it for me. Is it Cornell West? Yes. The White, the white Cornell, Cornell West. White Cornell West. Yes. So, his, he really brought, like, a funny energy to this episode. He mm-hmm. was, like, completely opposite of what you would have thought um, that his boss would bring in for a white guy to go over the urban division. But what did you guys think about him this episode? Oh, Michael Rappaport was hilarious. I think what was funny was I didn't know what to expect when he got onto set, and then he just starts talking, and we were trying to hold it together. Um because we had to sit behind like we were waiting for our entrance and then we just hear him talking and we're like is this is this really how he talks and we were not expecting that at all yeah. so Marcus and I are sitting there like we're not gonna laugh we're not gonna laugh yeah. but when they said cut everyone was probably laughing yes <laughs> oh, he's really like that too he, he is, is. He's, I don't know, um, what other movie did he play in that he was just like that 
I can't remember, but he is like he's awesome. Like when I when he when they had him, when I saw that's who they had for this episode, I was like, oh, perfect, oh, that person, perfect. perfect. He's yeah. white, Jay, perfect. <laughs> yeah, he definitely did a great job. But I I really was sad to see that Dre was going overboard to impress him when it's like clearly he's you know showing a very different side. You can relax with him, but he was trying to go overboard. So, but mm-hmm. no, but but that's so true with black people. Though. There's is it hasn't there been a time where you had to feel like you you needed to prove your blackness. I mean, most yes. times it's not with someone who's white. It's usually with somebody who's black. Mm-hmm. You might be like, okay, today I'm extra black. Mm-hmm. Let me go ahead and know my black history. It is black history month. Mm-hmm. And the teacher <laughs> is looking at me. So let me, you know what I mean? So, so I get it. Like, and, and I feel like that's, this is again true to the black experience. I mean, you know, it's probably having all of us. I mean, even in school, I've gotten used to being called, oh, Yara, you're so whitewashed. You're this, you're that. And it's like, what does that mean? Right, right. right. Exactly. So are you saying, Saying that if I don't fit your black stereotype, mm-hmm. then I am apparently not black. Yeah. Yes. Like, oh my goodness, apparently my mother isn't black. Right. But <laughs> <laughs> lying to you all this oh time. Right. right. I think we've all got it. But I, that's so funny when you think of like someone who a black person would consider themselves successful, and then someone else is looking like, oh, you sold out. Like right. when Pop said that, I'm like, oh, he's coming from a completely different generation, <laughs> saying you sold out uh, when you started saying, uh, what do you say? No. Not me versus you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Exactly. (laughs) You know. So I I thought that was funny too. Pops. We'll get into Pops later, but he was just a mess this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I always want Pops in every single episode, but then I realized he must have been at the gun club the entire time, <laughs> right? With his pistol, right? Yeah, and his attaché. Of course, at the track. Yeah. <laughs> and then we we got a chance to see you, Zara. I mean, Zoe. Yara, I'm sorry. I, I put that on Zara. Right, was I just all together. I did. We got a chance to see you and um and Jack and Diane all interact for this school project. Yes. And you played two different. You played the side with um with Junior, where you guys were kind of more like on the presentation and really putting no, it out with Jack. there. Oh, with yeah, Jack. with Jack P- putting out the presentation, mm-hmm. and Diane was more on the wizard side? I don't, I don't no, no, think no. she was with the wizard I think it was side. more like, I would put it like nerds versus like looks. Now, you guys, this. you have to say, mm-hmm. there's a difference between a nerd and a geek. It right, is. right, right. Junior right. is a geek. Yes. He likes video games and being called Wizzledore. <laughs> exactly. He is not a nerd. <laughs> I am Good a nerd. Geeks take it to another level. <laughs> well, spoken. So the nerds have uh, had the academic hand of it. Yeah, and it's the more geeks so just have like the So whole, Diane yes. would be a nerd there too. Yeah. Academics. Yeah, so that's probably why. I, I mean, it, it, when they joined forces, I was like, "How perfect is this?" Okay, we got Zoe and Jack, and then we got Diane and Junior. Yeah, I really loved it because I mean, I haven't had many scenes with just Jack, right? So mm-hmm. it was fun to actually have a scene with me and my little brother for right. once, and it was so much fun. I think uh, it was hard to keep it together once he just gave me that blank face because he looked so disappointed, and I know it was a script, but I was like, "Oh, I know oh we got God. you." You know what? I was sad that we didn't get to see what happened with that. In this yeah, episode. I really I wanted to know more. like what the outcome. You know, usually what? at the end they'll show like a piece of of well, this they did the with pops at the very end, mm-hmm. but typically they'll show something like it's kind of in, like inclusive of the episode, but a little bit different. I would have yeah. loved to see what the outcome was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we do end up figuring out that uh, Diane goes for Sarah Palin right. and then Jack uh, um, Vanilla Ice. Oh my god! But I would have loved to see them present. Right, right. I 
okay. Yeah. I would have loved to see what happened. Yeah. I mean, I guess we, yeah. we didn't have enough time, but I thought that we did. they did an amazing job this mm-hmm. episode. Let's give Blackish so an hour. Much. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes. An hour Come on, ABC, an hour. <laughs> that would yes. be amazing because we could get so many more topics in with that. Mm-hmm. But the school project, obviously, on Zoe and Junior's and it was a fail, um, helping them. But yes. I thought that seeing the uh, sister-brother dynamic was really nice to see that. It Absolutely. Nice. And uh, I hilarious what they ended up picking. Yeah. yeah. And then presenting at the completely wrong time. But you know, I, I was actually excited. So, I, of course, when we see that... Um, that Diane is Sarah Palin. I was like, oh, come on. Wait. At least Condoleezza Rice, somebody. But then, <laughs> when Jack, I saw Jack, I was like, yes, Jack is not going to no. let us down. He's going to be, look at him. Uh-huh. He's being real. And then he said, Vanilla Ice. Ice. Oh, and called him the Godfather. Godfather. Who are you wanting? Who are you wanting? And I didn't know who, I just, when I saw his attire, I was like, yes, he's going to be one of, one of the Godfathers right. of hip hop for real. Like Nas or something. Right. Yes. Somebody. Someone. No, they, they all failed us. And then, and you, you were trying to go off to a concert that <laughs> wait, Jason Mraz is real, okay? <laughs> he's universal, Megan. He's universal. He he's mainstream. He's awesome. He's okay. not on the real side. So don't hate on him. <laughs> he's awesome. So he, basically, all of Dre's kids embarrassed him this episode when they came yeah. in, and he was trying to be overly real. My, the funniest part was that you guys had a pit bull. Where did you <laughs> name get realness? Where would you name realness of all things, right? <laughs> Why would you get a, a, pit, a pit bull, bull of all things? You know what he looks like? I think that's the same dog, Chico, from Friday After Next. Stop. They got Chico from Friday After Next. That took it to another level. That's it looks just, like him, just like him. Oh. And then I would think that the kids would interact with the dog, but the dog was just trays, like to protect everybody. That was just insane. Mm-hmm. But um, let's go ahead and get into pops. He, oh my goodness! He, first of all, Lawrence is an amazing actor. I've said yes. that so much. How, what is it like working with him on set? He is awesome. Like Lawrence Fishburne is the person you want to be always. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you want to be next to him. You want to be him. Just consume his energy. He gets onto set and just his Lawrenceness sweeps <laughs> across the room, right? And you can feel it. But he's an amazing person to work with, and. He's so funny. I, I mean, people are always like, oh, he must be so serious. Da, 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 da. No, he's hilarious. He That's awesome. Oh, I mean, he's God. had years to perfect that. Oh, my yeah. goodness. He's right. so good. I just see him on, Matri- on The Matrix. Like, I feel like that's who he is in real life. <laughs> and then for us to watch him on Blackish and he's funny, I'm like, oh, I didn't even know. It's like he has that seriousness to him, but it's still funny. Right. Mm-hmm. And this time he's running from the IRS, which a lot of people are doing this tax season. Listen, and you need to stop. One <laughs> <laughs> lesson. If they're going to get Ron Isley and Wesley Smith, they will get you. They do not discriminate. <laughs> and Pops, he got it completely wrong. I mean, I, did the did uh, White Jay actually take that money? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. Yeah. I saw that. I was like, he's not going to give the money back? He didn't even say he wasn't. I don't think he took the White money. White Jay were coming for you. Right, right. <laughs> Taking your Pops money, huh? <laughs> oh my gosh. But they all they all did the absolute most. Dre was je- dressing up in like his um, his street gear and then Pops what was, was dressing that, up. What was that though? Like he had With an African chain. pattern shirt yeah. and then he had a... Um, basketball jersey. Right. He had layers of ratchetness. I was just like, oh my god. That is tacky, honey. That is not black and real. That is tacky. No. Okay. I mean, there were times back in the day when everybody rocked the South Pole and all of that. I mean. Right, but you didn't wear no Kuta Kente long sleeve (laughs) under a jersey with a chain. You didn't. Okay, we're gonna give him a pass. He was really trying to prove himself this episode. Uh, But Pops even did the most. I don't even know what that outfit was. Where did the costume department get that outfit? It was awesome. It was so funny. That was I mean, they cut his hair, especially for that day, so he 
had the uh, part on the side. Right. <laughs> but um, what's sad is that I dress like that. Like, I have that blazer. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I actually like that. When I saw it, I was like, okay, I'm feeling this. I mean, you rocked it. And he did. He did. With his pipe. How many people seen a pipe lately? I know. I have not no. seen a pipe since, like, only he forever. Yes, only he can do it. <laughs> okay, so let's go ahead and get to know you, Yara. Miss Yara Shahidi. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we've talked a lot about set, and let's just go ahead and congratulate her because she has been killing it. Yeah, she has been killing yeah. it. If you guys, have, yes, if you guys are not up to date, she is the winner of an NAACP Image Award yes. recently for Blackish. What was that like? What was your acceptance speech uh, like? Were you oh, nervous? Yeah. Well, one, I didn't prep anything at all because I was like, it's cool that I was nominated. Right. I wasn't expecting much more. Uh-huh. So uh, they announced it at the dinner the uh, night before the actual awards and so we're all sitting there and I'm waiting to clap for any uh, for somebody else so they <laughs> say all the nominees names and then I'm like are they repeating the nominees names because they said my name again <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> so I start clapping and waiting for somebody to get onto stage until my mother taps me on the shoulder she's like Yara uh, you won <laughs> <laughs> so I'm kind of out of it because I have no idea what's happening. Not expecting this at all. I get onto stage and if I remember correctly, my acceptance speech started with, wow. Okay. (laughs) That was a genuine (laughs) response. From there. Yeah. Yeah. But it was amazing. I think what's cool is to know that people watch Zoe and connect with Zoe. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, it's cool that I could do that for people, that people will watch me and be like, oh my gosh, I get where she's coming from. Uh I think that's the coolest part. Are you like Zoe in any way? Mm, not so much. <laughs> what is Yara like? Um, I'm more like Diane and Junior mixed together. Really? I am a geek and a nerd. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wouldn't say you're a geek. Thank you. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being a geek. Wrong. It's not oh, a bad thing to be I geek. embrace it. Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't say it was anything wrong. <laughs> no, but I remember, like second grade, in my journal, what was written in there. I said, "Dear God, please give me braces and glasses." Then really? I'll be cool. Really? You want her braces and yes. glasses? Did you get them? <laughs> I got my glasses. Okay. <laughs> the okay. Braces. Had to settle with the retainer. Oh gosh. Oh, you know, speaking of which, when you were young, I, so the first time I saw you, Andrew, mom was on a commercial. And I remember going, oh my goodness, this little baby is so adorable. Like, she's the cutest. And the lady that they cast as her mom could definitely be her mom. <laughs> Only to find out later that that was a real mom. Yes. And I love it. You guys, like, you've been doing this for a really long time. Did mm-hmm. you always know you wanted to be an actress? I didn't know. I mean... For me, when I was little, it was something fun that I got to do with my family. I mean, I got to work with my mama a few hours a day, made it commercial, then I was done. Um, and it was just fun for me, and it was for the experience. But I love history. I love Greek mythology. So I was like, okay, I'm going to become a history professor, mm-hmm. and I'm going to run the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, when I got my first movie script at first, I said no, because it was just something new, and I didn't quite like new when I had so much fun with what I was doing. And it was for Imagine That, and I remember reading it and loving it. And as a seven-year-old, being able to transform into a kid with an imaginary world and to have this blanket, it was just fun. Right. And it was a great set to be on, and it just kind of introduced me to the world of, like, motion picture, TVs, Uh and film, and from then I was kind of hooked. The thing about set is it's almost like a drug addiction, where 
where it's like once you're hooked, you can't leave. Right. <laughs> you go through serious withdrawal when you're not on set. Mm-hmm. If you could choose any um, like a historical piece to play, which would it be, or which person would you want to play? Who? Oh, you just got excited. Oh, I know. She just got excited. <laughs> <laughs> this is running through my head like crazy. Huh. Choose wisely. Someone could be watching. <laughs> okay, well, I got to think about okay, this. Okay, well, I see, whenever I think of characters, it's never, like, it's characters that I would be able to play if I could shapeshift. Where okay. I'd be like, I would love to play James Baldwin. Um, <laughs> I don't know how that Girl, they have really good happen. special effects. Yes, let's yes. make that happen, actually. <laughs> so you'd be James Baldwin. Yes, I would. You um, get my I, vote. You yeah, my I vote. love James Baldwin. Um, I got hooked when I read Sonny's Blues. Mm-hmm. It was a short story he wrote, and I absolutely loved it. At my school, we had a really diverse um, literary canon that we had to read for ninth grade, and I just got hooked. So then from then, I did a lot of research on him. I got, um, I ordered his last interviews. But he's such an amazing right. human being. I mean, to one, be a civil rights activist. Mm-hmm. And oh, then yeah. two, have to deal with being black and homosexual in America during this time in which neither were accepted. Mm-hmm. He was not accepted in either um <laughs> Uh, either of his communities mm-hmm. and I think it was it's inspiring to see how much he went through and how much he overcame and the fact that he actually succeeded look at oh, you girl. Good. Very I'm good. loving it wait we need to I need to see an episode where Zoe is Yara because exactly. you are right, so right, right. awesome are you ever in public school ever um, or just regular school I went, uh, I was actually at a regular school about two months ago. Um, I've been going, I've gone to a total of like 12 schools. Wow. Really? Uh, Man. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm such an interesting learner. I'm a unique learner. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we always try and find the school that fits how I like to learn, which has been awesome. But it, just with the show and the schedule, we wanted uh, to switch to a homeschooling program just because it was easier um, scheduling wise. Yeah. And then do you do studying with Marcus? Do you guys have like school uh, together? <laughs> yes. When we're on set, uh, then we have a school trailer. So then the twins are on one side and Marcus <laughs> on the other side. Oh, I mean, that's fun. They were talking about that last week. They were yeah. like, we're always on the other side. We don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. How you guys seem like you have so much more fun on that side. That's yeah. You guys are having a party, huh? <laughs> Thing is, it seems like that but when you can't really hear us, but it's like conversations about the most random things. Right. So we were talking about Black Matter and the fact that the universe is expanding <laughs> and we'll get really excited so it might seem like a party because people are like oh my god yes, <laughs> but it's still we're still talking about school see oh, I love god. this you're 15 like I would I feel like I'm talking to myself honey you're I like, know I'm she's I love so this. mature I love, I love that I love it okay so Essence Magazine. We already talked about the fact that your curls are popping. Yes. But everyone on this feature for uh, make sure you guys check out the May 2015 feature for Essence Magazine because Tracy, Marseille, and Yara are on this um, cover. With With their their curls popping. With their curls popping. Boom, honey. Natural. (laughs) So was this a twist out? Was it a wash and go? Who was doing your hair on this for this? See, our hairstylist, um, mine was Tanya Cryer and Miss Aroxy came and did our hair. And basically it started with a twist out and then we just put, um, we did a wand with it and then we just expanded it. Wow. Uh, So it started like really tame and small. We're like, no, let's go bigger. Let's go bigger. Let's go bigger. And that's how that uh, feature came to be. I love it. Do you do you typically get the wand out, or how do they typically do your hair on set? Um, my hair is actually usually done with a wand. Um, 
we're trying to keep it on the more natural side. I think for continuity, having mm-hmm. to uh, shoot like day three, then shoot day five, then go back to day one, right. it's a little hard to do like all natural, no heat, no nothing. Mm-hmm. But we're moving in that direction because I mean, the creator of the show, Kenya Barris, and then Tracy, of course, um, they love curly natural hair. Right. So it's definitely supported on set, and we're trying to uh, find a way to make it happen. Right. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's so good because I remember there was a time, um, you know, like when you would look on TV and every black woman only mm-hmm. had straight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Curls mm-hmm. were not as accepted. They'd be like, can you just tame your hair? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now I, I feel word. like the big, I just saw this yesterday. I was driving down a Hollywood Boulevard. There's this, uh, was it Hollywood? Like right around the corner, there's this billboard and this girl has, it's like a cell phone commercial, but her hair is just huge and big and curly. And I was like, yes, curly hair on this billboard. <laughs> yeah, But you see, I think the natural thing is, has become more universal. Everyone mm-hmm. wants bigger hair. Everyone mm-hmm. wants the curly look regardless of what race they are. So I, I'm so happy that it's finally accepted. Because right. I couldn't even wear my hair natural when I was in high school, and I was so upset with my mother. But that, <laughs> have you always yeah, been natural? Um, yeah, I That's mean, good. I remember even doing ads when I was little, and mm-hmm. they never knew how to do my hair. Yeah. So uh, we do. I would do like little print ads with my friends, and mm-hmm. on the way to um, the photo shoot, my mother would have to fix my hair mm-hmm. because <laughs> I would have two pigtails all cockeyed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I've always been a curly girl. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. <laughs> so what other things do you have outside of Blackish? Any upcoming projects? What can we see you on? Um, well, right now, during hiatus, I'm looking at scripts, seeing what uh, my next project is. But um, I have a recurring on The Fosters and on Scandal. How was that being, when you found out that you were going to be on Scandal as young Olivia, how did you feel? That was so cool. I think partly because the script, it was basically describing me because... In the scene, I was reading a book and listening to Michael Jackson. I was mm-hmm. like, cool, I could do that. <laughs> um, I think the best part, of course, was working with Joe Morton and Candy Alexander. Mm-hmm. I mean, just to be in their presence. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Well, that is amazing. I know. And then, I mean. and then for the Fosters, what's your yeah. uh, role on there? Um, I play a friend of Jude and Connor, Maddie. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm going to say about Ooh, that. Okay. Okay, okay Maddie. Yeah. What do you hope to see from your character now, Yara, in the future? Um, my I mean, not Yara, Zoe. Zoe. <laughs> see, I'm talking Zara. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I think we're now officially starting to see Zoe blossom and see other sides of Zoe. I mean, her dynamic with Jack, even, this episode. And I want to see that continue, to see her flower, because there's a lot that we hadn't seen in the beginning of the season, just because she was the distant, developmental teen who was like, no, I'm independent, I'm an individual, I don't need my family. But then, she does at the same time. So I think it's fascinating to see her family dynamic. And we haven't really seen her dynamic with her friends. Right. We've talked yeah, about her third see. best friend, Michelle. <laughs> right. A couple times, but I mean, no storylines really with her friends, so I'd like to see how Zoe treats them. Oh, yeah. That's really interesting. interesting. Uh, so yeah. if you could write your own uh, episode, what would your episode be like? Hmm. Well, <laughs> you can't I think the first a- thing that comes to mind would be a sweet 16. Oh. Oh. Ah. You know Zoe would go hard. She's Dre's she daughter. She would. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean... <laughs> Maybe JD can come back and DJ your Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's coming back. Yeah. I think that would be cool to, one, see her get ready for all that, because you know that she's going to uh, put it on him. And then also mm-hmm. see, uh, she's probably going to have the pickiest invite list. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, no, Exclusive. she smells. Go away. Right. Um, oh, yeah, he's cool. He has about 20 hundred friends, so I guess he <laughs> can come. <laughs> so I wonder, uh, I wonder 
how that would happen. You, if Zoe had a sweet 16, what right. would end up happening? You think right, Zoe exactly. would invite Junior? Mm. No, he can work the door. Aww. He can be a muscle. Yeah. He can't be the muscle at the door. Muscle? <laughs> 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 yeah, muscle. Do something to deliver your, your concessions or something. Um, He, he can, can pass out the food. Oh, we're, we're really trying for him. <laughs> we're trying to get Junior into the and party. She's like, no, no, he can't even be there. He's gonna mess Maybe it up. Maybe he can uh, control the spotlight so that he. Ah, uh, there you go. That's a good spotlight one. The the all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes. for your party. Okay, yeah, but then the, are the the twins? Are they gonna be invited? Are of they cool? They're entertainment. Loves Diane. <laughs> Yeah. So did you no. see how she disappointed should... Zoe was when Diane denied her of the right to help right. with the project? Maybe that's what it is. She should be the muscle at the door. Yeah, she should. Oh, yes. yeah. Diane would be like, no, you can't come in. You're not allowed. She, oh, yeah. she's feisty. She just look at people like, yeah, oh, right. you think you're coming in? Right, right, right. <laughs> no. <laughs> you have siblings in real life? Yes, I have two younger, adorable brothers. Um, a 12-year-old brother who I've done a couple things with on a couple TV shows and a couple movies with. And um, a seven-year-old brother who is crazy and awesome. Are you like the... Do you guys ever fight or are you always like... You're like mama sister to them. I'm like the mama sister that has to be told to stop parenting. <laughs> Just My parents can attest to this. I mean, even on set, if um, Miles is uh, dancing close to um, a table or something, I'm like, no, no, no. No, do not do that. Back away. Okay. <laughs> I go into sister mode right, always. Right. See, that's good. And then, what do you like to do outside? Because you have such a busy, crazy schedule. What yes. are some of the hobbies that you have? Um. Well, I love to read and I love to travel. I think they kind of go hand in hand mm-hmm. because when I was little, I loved Greek mythology. So we went to Italy and I got to see um, the Roman versions of all these Greek gods and I was freaking out. Um, but what do you like better, the Roman versions or the Greek versions? Greek versions, I okay. think. <laughs> well, that's because they were the original versions. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to go to Greece, but I've been lucky enough to go to Dubai, New Zealand. Um, I was in Oxford for a month in July. Uh, to take two classes at Oxford University. Look at you. Oh. You are not a... You're like a senior. You're like yeah. in college already. Right. Do you want to go? Do you want to go to college? Yes. Um, I have my eyes on Harvard. Yes. yes. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. What would you study in, at school, in college? Um, well, I always want to study two things, and the second thing keeps changing. Uh, the first one has always been history, some sort of history. Okay. Um, I'm being half Persian, I would love to study Islamic history because it isn't a topic that has really been covered for me right. in school or anywhere else, so I think that would be fascinating. But I love world history, and then mm-hmm. I love, um, I love everything. So, I mean, I love Harlem Renaissance, too. So James Baldwin... Well, James Baldwin came towards the end of the Harlem Renaissance. But I love that kind of era in America in which black culture is thriving. Uh And it's spreading across the nation. So I think either one... How old are you? (laughs) (laughs) She's like 30. She's like, Yara's like 30. I am 45. (laughs) And we have to shout, look look what, this is what we have to shout, Yara. She bought us all this caramel corn. How are you sweet tooth? So you can't have regular popcorn unless you have caramel corn. That's what I always say. 
at all of the, the movie theaters. I'm like, what? You don't have kettle corn here? Are you serious? Who are you? Like, I will pay extra for my ticket just for the popcorn. Right. Yes. You guys going to force me to be blackish and sneak my own in. Oh, my. In your face. No, just I like my Charlie. Own. I'm going to have to just like Charlie. On oh, this my one. goodness, Megan. You are a mess. So let's go ahead and jump into predictions, you guys. Wait, wait, wait before we, we do, we that? have to talk about, uh, wait, hold on. Stop. Wait. We have to talk about what happened with um, Charlie being Dre's boss, potentially. And what happened with the account? It was a fail. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it, luckily Dre much. got that account because had Charlie gotten the account, there would have been all sorts of packages in everybody's bushes. Yes. With a wing <laughs> on it. Yeah. With decoy packages. That presentation, I was like, you, the stick you, figures and the, the scribbles. It was, was just too much. Bad. I mean, usually Charlie is pretty confident, but this is the first yeah, time when we really see Charlie like, oh, I don't have this. He knows he's out of place. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And then how often do you actually see Charlie on set because you're not in a lot of scenes with him. I know. I mean, luckily, I think Charlie's one of the characters, well, one of the characters in the office that mixes with the family the most. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was super cool, uh, the real world episode and Gift mm-hmm. of Hunger episode right. when we, I'm when me and Junior get to go into the office. Mm-hmm. It was so funny to do scenes with Dre and his co-workers because Jeff Meacham and Dion Cole are yes, hilarious. They are. <laughs> they are. I love them both. Mm-hmm. So, so far, what has been your uh, favorite moment on set favorite moment like favorite scene favorite scenes yeah um i think okay there are two that come to mind when it comes to a funny scene i think one of my favorites is also gift of hunger episode 108 i remember (laughs) i remember the number to every episode but uh i love gift of hunger because there's this one scene in which dre's saying no our kids are gonna be spoiled i mean just imagine what could happen and uh bo's like it really couldn't be that bad and then we flash right. to us in all white uh junior on a pimped out gold bike uh-huh. and zoe has a stack of real hundred dollar bills <laughs> oh, they were, oh they were real twins are on the ice cream truck that was so fun like they brought in machines to blow money and then at the end of every scene we all scattered to ca- uh, gather the money and put it back um, but i love that scene and then i think another one I think it's actually the same episode. Huh. <laughs> oh, now I have like three favorite scenes. <laughs> I'm just going to keep growing as I continue to talk. But to uh, get away from that episode, I also love Andre from Marseille when there's the one scene yeah, between Dre okay. and Zoe uh, when he knows that uh, Andre dumped her because she's uh, shallow. Uh-huh. And you don't know how Zoe's going to react because, I mean, she really cares about her social appearance and what right. people think of her. Mm-hmm. And so he tells her and. She's just kind of distraught until you realize she isn't. Like, she could care less. Yeah. I thought it was going to be something serious, like you thought I was ugly. Oh, right. right. So that was your favorite. Oh, my goodness. That was fun to shoot. I think the one thing was, though, trying to get that lip gloss out of my pocket in time to put it on was the struggle. (laughs) I kept, like... I would forget that it would be in my purse or it would be in my mm-hmm. back pocket. So there's one moment in which I'm, like, rubbing my thigh uh, trying to figure out what <laughs> pocket the lip gloss is in till I realize it's not even in any of my pockets. It's in the purse. <laughs> I'm sure you have, like, a lot of fun times yeah. on set. Like, Most bloopers. Definitely. Oh, oh, my goodness. Bloopers. I, like, well, that we would did be great. do the blooper special, but that would right. only, like, hit the surface right, right, right. of the bloopers. I think they sent us... Two two um, videos and they were both two hours long of bloopers. And you guys got a chance to pick which ones you like. Uh, yes, we got oh, to pick uh, some of the best of the best. But season two, there will be more coming. I'm I think so at the end, I think 
by the time we're done, we could just have a full season of just bloopers. Right. Have you guys started filming season two yet? Uh, we haven't. We're getting. Uh, we're waiting for our pickup. It mm-hmm. will be announced May twelfth. Okay. And I'm we're sure just you excited. guys will. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure you'll get picked up. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. And, and then, no, we're protesting ABC. We're gonna <laughs> protest you. You better pick it back up. I'm calling the NAACP. Everybody, <laughs> pick up Blackish. <laughs> so in the um, do you get a chance to work with Jennifer at all? Ah, uh, yes, I do. I think uh, Jennifer's in a lot of the family scenes, mm-hmm. so we get to work with her a lot, and she is hilarious. The Just one like episode, anybody's aunt. Oh my god! <laughs> in real life. Even better. <laughs> There's this the one episode in which Dre and Bo are renewing their vows. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was so funny because she uh, Jennifer decides to get up and go on this huge rampage about why Jesus is the only real church and the church <laughs> right. of Saturnology should not be trusted. Right, right. And she ends up making these sounds like she just starts chanting in the middle of the scene, <laughs> and then she starts just humming to herself. And they say cut, and she's still going. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That was my favorite part. Was just right, like, right. Um, right. <laughs> and I'm sitting her, uh, right next to her trying to keep it together. <laughs> Who's She's the funniest hilarious. person on set? You can't that's, answer that. That's hard. <laughs> no, that's not uh, possible to answer. I think everybody's their own type of funny, and I think that beca- that comes from the fact that everyone's so committed to their character mm-hmm. that they will do everything and anything for their character, which ends up in just ridiculousness. <laughs> so since there are so many funny people on set, what is Kenya like? He has to be the most hilarious person. Right, right. to create a show like this. Yeah, yeah. he is, but he's low-key funny. Like, one of those really... He's quiet in real life and you don't expect it but you're like hey so uh, I think I have this idea and then drop the funniest joke on you but it's still like this when he's talking <laughs> <laughs> same tone straight yeah. about it Oh my goodness. So you don't even know what really hits you uh-huh. because it doesn't seem like he doesn't break like he's mm-hmm. just told a joke and that you're supposed to laugh, laugh. but you're laughing still because you he just told an awesome joke. Right, yeah. And he's keeping it cool. Right. Oh yeah. my goodness. That's, That's how one, you keep it hunted. That's how you keep it hunted. One hundred. I can't even say it. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Love well it. let's go ahead and get into predictions. And since you're here with us, Yara, I hope it'll be a little easier. You're after Buzz TV. I know, y'all was like, wait, what? What's happening? (laughs) So every week, we have these, like, outlandish predictions on what we think every, uh, the next episode is going to be. And we've come up with a theme that you guys do episodes based off of holidays. For some reason, I think that that's one of the things. So we were think we were wanting to see Pops and, um, and Jennifer do, like, a a reunion or Mm -hmm. something like that. We have all these crazy ideas, but what would you like to see happen? Like what for the next I? season. Since you already know what's happening yeah, this season. Know, for the next season. I was about yeah, to yeah. say it's a little unfair because I've shot mm-hmm. every episode. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, next season. Huh. Well, you do know that uh Chris we're gonna have to do another Christmas episode next season. Mm-hmm. And because um Bo is keeping uh um Ruby's secret. I wonder what that's going to be like. Mm-hmm. The fact that Ruby doesn't actually make Christmas dinner. And then 
I feel like Zoe's kind of in the know. She just knows about everything. Right. So I think she's going to end up finding out, and then she's going to blackmail both her grandmother and her mother and get something that she wants. Mm -hmm. I like it. I like that I would like that. You better get your writer's credit, y'all. Yeah. We've been trying to give Kenya, like, Kenya, you going to give us writer's credit for our predictions? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, let me see. I'll give you my prediction. Okay. I want... Zoe to do something that is completely not like herself. So I was thinking, like, Ooh. there's a warped, I don't know, flashback, and everyone in the episode is completely not themselves. I want Zoe That's to be Junior, Junior to be Zoe, like, everybody just switch. Uh, Everyone's switch somebody different. I have to say, you have to keep watching, because they're... <gasps> That's oh. actually all I'm going to say. Oh, I need my writer's credit. I need my writer's credit. It was already written. Oh. <laughs> I would like to see that. And I would like to see uh, Zoe fail miserably at dating. Oh, why do you want because, to say that? Because she's <laughs> so awesome. Like, it's like, I'm going to watch this. Because Junior does it. I think she kind of failed, though. No, she failed with She failed with Andre. She failed with the French guy. No, he dumped her for the reason that she was okay with. So that wasn't really bad, okay? It wasn't. But I think we've seen enough. I wonder what happened with Zoe's dating life. Like, all of a sudden, she has two boyfriends, and then she just goes incognito. Right, right. I'd like to see more about that. Well, sticking with the holiday theme... And going mm-hmm. back to girlfriends, one of my favorite episodes was when Tracy was like, Cinco de Mayo! Yeah! Holiday time! Holiday time! <laughs> oh my god! So they should true. do a Cinco de Mayo episode where, <laughs> it's, where she goes back and she sings that really quickly just so it's like, a, so you know, and that'll right. be like epic. That would be awesome. That would. <laughs> yes! See, y'all are way better than me. Uh, I'm gonna do something typical. Uh, I was hoping to see something for Mother's Day just so we mm-hmm. could really see all the moms, Grandma mm-hmm. Ruby, uh, Bo's parents all in one one place. Like I think that would That's be a good amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, then you just have to keep watching. Wait, am I on? That's uh-huh. a good one. I'm watching y'all setting us up. Like, I know. Like, hey, y'all. I'm, I'm just like, find out that I'm anticipating it. I know. Come like, on, y'all. You said that's dirty. <laughs> Well, you guys, we love Yara, and yeah. we wish you would have tweeted us a few more things as far as questions, but Yara will look at the comments later yes. and see what you had to say about mm-hmm. this episode. Be sure to use the hashtag ABTVBlackish so it can be all in one place. Go to YouTube again, give us five stars because you know she's bomb, we're bomb, and you need to keep watching. <laughs> yeah. And you're bomb because you watch. Yes, and you're bomb because you watch. <laughs> and where can everybody find you lovely ladies? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Chaprentice Lynn with two N's. And you can find me, Megan Thomas, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Meg Scoop, like scoop of ice cream, butter pecan, please. And where can they find you, Yara? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Real Yara Shahidi and Instagram at Official Yara Shahidi. All right. And you guys can keep in touch with me at Tesnos on Twitter and Instagram. Again, use that hashtag. Watch us every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific Central, Pacific Standard Time. <laughs> um, and keep watching Blackish because we have three more episodes. The finale is apparently bomb. It really and you is. need to keep watching. Yes. Support Blackish. Thank you. We'll yeah. see you guys next week after Thank buzzers. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.